Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Don't let them pick guitars and drive them old trucks. Make them be doctors and lawyers and such. Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Well, that is, of course, the one, the only, the legendary Willie Nelson. Not what you would normally hear when you tune into the Mile High Show, and that's where you are, episode number 244 of the Mile High Show. I am Matt Santos, your host, and uh, it, but it's only fitting today because um, some of you may know, some of you may not. In addition to hosting the uh, Mile High Show that you're listening to, uh, I also produce a couple of podcasts for some entities locally. Uh, here in the Prescott and uh, and uh, Yavapai County area of Arizona. And one of those is the Chino Valley Chamber of Commerce. Now, in addition to producing that, I occasionally host that podcast as well as the, the Talk of the Town weekly radio show that, uh, that is on KQ&A at kqna.com, a local AM and FM radio station. Um, I do that in conjunction with our chamber director, Lorette Brashear. And uh, she hosts most of the time. Every once in a while when she's uh, tied up or busy, uh, she will ask me to sit in for her, as she did recently, and kind of left it up to me to choose a guest for the Chamber podcast. And it was somebody I had had on the radio show a few years back, and I've been wanting to get her on the podcast as well. She's a good friend of mine, uh, one of the first folks that uh, my wife and I met when we moved to Arizona many years ago. Uh, we got to know Miss Cheyenne Ingro and her husband. Um, and Cheyenne uh, is very active, very busy in the community in a lot of aspects, including her role as the Olson's Grain Arena Manager. Now, for those of you in Yavapai County, Olson's Grain is no stranger to you. They are a grain and feed store that help uh, folks take care of their livestock by feeding them and pet supplies and things of that nature. But in addition to that, they also, in their Chino Valley location, have an arena, and Cheyenne manages that for them, uh, where they have roping events and different rodeo and equine events and things. And Cheyenne is uh, very active in the equine community here in Chino Valley and Prescott. And so that's why she was on the, uh, the podcast for the Chamber of Commerce to promote a couple of events coming up. And since I've known Cheyenne so long, her and her family, and uh, she is also a very talented and avid photographer with her business, Cheyenne Ray Photography, and she specializes in equine photos and portraiture and uh, family portraits and all that stuff, and she, she incorporates her love and uh, passion for horses within that art form as well, so... We had her on the Chamber podcast to talk about that, and I I just figured I let, let's let's do a little bonus episode. Let's let's throw in uh, throw her on the Mile High show as well. So this is actually a swap cast. This was posted last week for the Chino Valley Update podcast, and then I stole it and put it here on the Mile High show. You can find archives of the Chino Valley Update podcast at the Chamber's website. ChinoValley.org, including this conversation with Cheyenne. But, uh, you know, I'd rather you listen to it here because uh, this is my website, milehighshow.com. 
when you are there, please utilize the buttons that we have on our homepage, specifically our Amazon link, because that Amazon link will take you to your Amazon Amazon uh, account like normal, uh, but it lets Amazon know you got there through us. So it doesn't cost you anything. You just bookmark that, milehighshow.com, uh, the Amazon big button on the homepage. And whenever you buy anything on Amazon, you won't notice a difference. But Amazon knows you got there through us. And then what they do is they give me a little money every month. If you shop on Amazon, use that Amazon link, and uh, and then I don't have to call you and and uh, borrow money because Amazon will give me money. See how that works? It's helpful for me. It's helpful for you. I won't be bothering you saying, hey, uh, loan me a 20 so I can put some gas in my car. It, it works out for everyone. It's a good thing. So use that Amazon link and support the show at milehighshow.com. Also on that uh, website is a Howling Coyote button. Uh, it's a it's a link to past episode musical performances on on the Mile High Show through the Howling Coyote tour. So it's just a compilation of a bunch of local musicians who have allowed us to put their music on here. And there's a free download there if you would like to donate something to the cause. Please feel free to do so. It helps us promote local artists and musicians. But if not, just listen. Download all those. They're free to download. And there's also a donate button if you'd like to do so. Also on that homepage, while you're listening to my friend Cheyenne Ingro of Olson's Grain and, and Cheyenne Ray Photography, there is another button. There's the Amazon button that keeps me from borrowing money from you. There's a Howling Coyote button where you can listen to great music from local artists. There is also a button for our sponsor. Guess what they are? <sighs> Bully Dog Coffee Company. Bully Dog Coffee Company, our big, bold flavors will satisfy your big, bold hearts. Now, what's special about Bully Dog Coffee Company is, one, it is roasted right here locally. Their beans are roasted right here locally in various different flavored roasts by my neighbor and friend, Patrick Bowler, who uh, takes a portion of everything he sells all the beans, the mugs, the stickers that he sells at BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com. And he uses that money to help support canine rescue and canine support services, specifically to Pitbull Rescue. BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com, where you can get great tasting coffee. And it allows you to do this if you have a microphone at home. It's good coffee. Bully Dog Coffee Company, proud sponsor of the Mile High Show. We are proud to be associated with Patrick and BullyDogCoffeeCompany.com because it is great coffee for a great cause. So sit back, enjoy my stolen podcast with Cheyenne Ray, photography owner Cheyenne Ingro, who is also the arena manager at Olson's Grain. Links to all that stuff is in the show notes. So you need some pictures? You need some pictures that include horses. You need some pictures uh, not taken by a crotchety old grumpy man like me. Call Cheyenne. Cheyenne and Grill. Cheyenne Ray Photography. Enjoy this conversation. Things to make you think he's right. 
Thanks for sitting down and chatting with us. Now, your role as arena manager for Olsen Grain, what does that entail? Um, I'm just in charge of booking events and putting on the, I produce the barrel race or put on the barrel races for Olsen's at their event center. So working with the equine world is definitely not something new for you? No. Give us a little history. What was hometown for you? Are you a Chino native? I am a Chino native. I've lived here since I was, well, since I was four. I've been here, went to school here, and um, then I I worked in the area, and then now I work for Olson since 2014. Very nice. Now, uh, equine, horse, horsey stuff, is that always been an interest for you? Always, since I was... How did that start? Was that through your folks? Yeah, or? my mom, she um, grew up on the racetrack and just always was around horses. And so we had horses since I was a child. I'm a city boy. And <laughs> other than dogs and cats, cats, which I don't like, other than dogs... <laughs> Animals were were something we saw on TV or at the zoo. Oh, so did you grow up with uh, with animals of all kinds? All kinds, everywhere. Like My, what? what uh, growing up, what were you? Now, were they pets? Was it livestock? Was it both. food? Or was it a little both. bit of everything? A little bit of everything. <laughs> a little bit of everything. We had uh, chickens, goats, rabbits, lots mm-hmm. of dogs. My poor parents. I brought dogs home all the time. Uh, horses, cattle. Now I know you. You have a. Uh, how many dogs do you have now? <laughs> Six. Six. Because <laughs> you have one that you take pretty much everywhere, I including have, yes. on on the water, everywhere, kayaking. kayaking yes, <laughs> she'll ride the horses with me. All the things. Yes. So so growing up with horses, did you all did you have one of your own? Yes, that, we all had our own. Yeah. Yes. And Man. my kids have their own. <laughs> Mike, how many horses? You got six dogs. How many I horses? I have four horses now. My goodness. I'm, I've brought it down a couple notches. <laughs> <laughs> so what your experience with horses always just for pleasure riding? Did you compete? Do um, you compete now? I know your daughter does. You Both of them do or not? Yeah, no, we still compete. And I grew up uh, trail riding and then I got into junior rodeo, high school rodeo, and then um, competing yeah. just on a local level. Now there's one thing about the equine world. Uh, it is a, it, it's, it's not for the faint of heart. It's not for the, uh, undedicated. This is a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a full-time gig. Huh? It's full-time. Yes. So that it's a lot good, of dedication. It's good that you can, you can incorporate it into as the arena manager. Do you work with other folks with horses as well? Training and things yes. of that nature? Yeah. So it's nice because it kind of just goes along with my lifestyle. So gotcha. it works out really well. And then, yes, I do lessons for people that just need you know, learning to ride or want to solve some problems with their own horses. Now getting involved with Olson's, they are, uh, obviously a cornerstone of our local economy of the community, uh, supplying, uh, uh, feed and other things for, for all pet lovers and, and livestock and horses and things of that nature. Uh, but also huge contributors to the community in the way of uh, youth sports and youth events, everything going on with the chamber, town events, school events, all that stuff, especially the FFA. Yes. I know they do a lot of work with uh, the town in the area of uh, the Chino Police Department and helping out the canine units and stuff. You've been with them since 14. How did that association start? Um, well, I've known Mike since I was a little girl because his... Um they did his daughter rodeoed 
junior and high school rodeo. And so I knew them through that. And then Mike just approached me in 2014 about starting kind of some Olson's events. Yeah. And so we would travel around the state where the, cause there's five stores. Yeah. And so we would go to those areas and put on barrel races. And then eventually we ended up having our own arena right there at Olson's. I was going to ask. So when you go around with the other locations and throughout the state, is it just at the municipal or the, the community, um, yes, the uh, arenas, arenas, Mm -hmm. the different County fairgrounds and stuff i imagine correct yeah but is it so this is unique having the arena here at the store yeah so we kind of quit property yeah so we kind of quit traveling because it got it it there is an expense associated with renting those arenas in those areas so what's diesel run a gallon now (laughs) i don't want to talk about it (laughs) no but um so it was kind of nice and and there's been a huge um, support here in this area because people just like having somewhere local to haul to because fuel prices are so high. But even prior to that, I mean, it's just a nice place and we cater to everyone from, you know, novice children, peewees, the peewees are a huge hit up to professional girls have come and run nice girls and guys have come and run at our races. So, and what do you got coming up? You've got an event coming up in a couple of weeks. We depending do. on when you listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Um, on October 29th, we have a memorial event coming up. It's for Fed and Star. They don't. Um, his wife moved away, but he was a, a gentleman that used to come to our races. A very nice person, and he passed away. So in memory of him, um, every year we're having a benefit that will. Um, We'll contribute and donate to an organization, and this year we're doing the um, uh, the organization that we decided to do is the um, I have the information here. So as as you're pulling that up, mm-hmm. the the what what type of events are going to be happening that day? What what so what it'll can... be barrel race. It's a barrel race, okay. barrel race pole bending, and so their equine emergency evacuation of Yavapai County. It's a newer organization. Oh, nice. There so, there are other like organizations around here that help people in the event of wildfires, things of that nature. Right. So to make sure that you're. Your pets, your livestock, your other members, the four-legged members of your family are well taken care of in the event of an emergency? Yes, yes. Very nice. So what? Uh, where can folks find out information on the event and other events that are happening with, with Olson's that you're, that you're uh, organizing? Where can they find that stuff out? They can um, visit our website. The website that the information is on right now is Olson's Barrel Racing. Um, dot com. Okay. And, um, or they can give me a call personally. I have, um, information about everything. Whatever number you'd like to give out to the public. What do you got? 928-202-2003. Perfect. And also pretty active on social media. You've had a combo combination recently in the last week or so. Yes. Changing a name. Where can folks find you on Facebook? On Olson's events. Olson's events Mm -hmm. on Facebook. Yes. And, uh, so, not just for the participants. Participants can find out information on there. Is there uh, provisions for folks just going out and watching and enjoying, maybe learning a little bit more about this sport and the other events? Yeah, it's a free event. So we really free. we really want to encourage free for spectators. Free for spectators. <laughs> free We're for all spectators. about free here at the yeah. chamber. But we want, we really want to encourage the public to come not only just to support our event that we're putting on, and it's a lot of fun to watch, but also to learn more about the evacuation um, program that that they're offering because there are so many people that could benefit, and it's not just for wildland fires. That's kind of their mm-hmm. primary deal that they've started, but 
if there's any emergency at all yeah. and they're, they work on donations and they're volunteers and it's a great organization. Now, do you have need for volunteers at your events and at the events that you put on throughout the year? Or is that all handled by staff? It's all handled by staff, gotcha. but okay. yeah, but I mean, there are people that come and offer to help out and we, we don't mind that. We always welcome the extra hands. Nice. And then <laughs> one of the, one of the things that, uh, obviously people enjoy, to see on, on social media, on the website and things are the photographs of events like this. And mm-hmm. I know you have a budding interest in photography in general. Right. And you have kind of, uh, in the last few years, carved out a little niche for yourself locally. I have. For what, what is, now, now we get to plug you and your other business, your side <laughs> business. Where can folks find out about your photography um, they can also give me a call if they're interested, or I have a website. It's CheyenneRayPhotography.com. Very nice. We'll put a link in the show notes here. Awesome. And you do specialize in, well, portraits and and family groups, things of that nature, senior portraits and stuff, but really focusing in on equine photography. That's correct, yeah. And incorporating equine horses and, and the like into photography. Yes. Why? What, what, I mean, obviously you have a love for horses. Yes. But that's uh, having spent many years behind the camera. Mm-hmm. That's a big challenge. Anytime you're dealing with animals of any kind, it's a challenge. And the bigger animals, the bigger the challenge. Yes. I don't know. You know, it's just always kind of been one of those things that I would get pictures with horses and people would tell me I had the eye for yeah. it. And so, and of course I love horses and I, I train, so it kind of incorporates well with, um, that aspect of it. I can, I, you know, I can read horses really well and stuff like that. So it just was something that I was drawn to do. And I love taking pictures of them and being artistic about it. And yeah. it just, I really enjoy it. It's, it's, so I just decided, you know what, this is my thing. I want, there's not a lot of equine portrait photographers yeah. in our area. And so I really kind of zoned in on that and said, this is going to be what I want to specialize in. In looking over a lot of your portfolio work and, and, and your samples that are on, on social media and elsewhere, uh, you've got a real knack for incorporating horses into, it's not like livestock photography or, or, right. or scenics, you know, landscape things, which you, you do as well. You've got some beautiful work on there, but to, to capture personalities of not only your human subjects but the personalities of the horses at the same time is a real it's it's a real gift because it's not something everybody has spending many years behind the lens in things like sports photography and things of that nature action photo journey stuff you have to know a little bit about say basketball to know where the play is going to go that doesn't mean that's a you know that, that's the major part of it but it does help to know how the games flow a little bit about the structure of a specific sport and uh having shot a few equine events rodeos and things and myself not knowing much about horses and and livestock it's a big challenge yes and you you have been able to cultivate that in, in some fantastic images Thank you. that I've seen. So you, again, mention your website and then also your social media links. Cause I know you have Instagram's pretty, uh, you're pretty active on Instagram. So yes. anywhere folks can see your work. Yeah. And there again, it's uh, Cheyenne Ray and then I'm on Facebook as Cheyenne Ray photography. Okay. 
And Instagram is also. Spell Ray for us. R-A-E. R-A-E. So and Cheyenne is different too. S-H-Y-A-N-R-A-E photography. <laughs> got to be difficult. I've got to be difficult. <laughs> so We won't throw my last name in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It gets real complicated. Where, um, where do you see yourself going with your, with your photography in, in, in the near and distant future? Uh, it's funny because I just had someone ask me about that. I, I think because my girls are 15 and 17 and I think once they're grown, I'm really going to push to start maybe doing some traveling. I have a mentor of mine that just came back from Iceland and she took pictures of the ponies there. And Oh my gosh, that's just like a dream to go somewhere like that and photograph. But like you said, my thing is really to get the, the connection between owners and their horses. That's what I love. So, but I, I think if I pushed, I would really like to start traveling and and taking some more pictures and maybe expanding my area because I try to stay close to home because I do have commitments here with my animals and my job and my kids. You you mentioned your kids, your daughters. Yes. And how old are they? <laughs> I know. Seventeen and fifteen. When uh when my wife and I moved here, you were childless. Yes. And uh so it's gone by way too Cheyenne fast. for the listeners out there, Cheyenne was one of the first families her and her husband were one of the first families we met when we moved out here, yes. my wife and I. And uh, now you just made me feel really, really <laughs> old. Now, you mentioned, me about it. you mentioned traveling. Well, see, yes. I have a 13-year-old, so yes. that means He's that I'm still too. young. <laughs> you have an, a 17-year-old. So, know. you know, you're getting up there, Cheyenne. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm saying that as I have at least 15 years on her, if not more. Um, you mentioned traveling is yes. something you'd want to do. And we can delete this out if you don't want to touch on it. But you guys as a family just recently returned from a yes. fairly extensive trip. You want to talk about where you went? Yeah, we went to Vietnam. What what in what 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 was the genesis of that trip? Well, we went to Japan in 2018, and we absolutely loved Asia. It was just absolutely nice. beautiful. And then we had the opportunity to come up. My husband retired, and so he wanted to travel somewhere. And he's kind of into going to different places. So he's always wanted to go to Italy. So we're like, okay, let's go to Italy. And then for some reason, Vietnam came up, and we wanted to go back to Asia. Yeah. And so he's like, let's, let's go there. It just seems really interesting. He loves history. And so that was just the, that's what everybody decided on. And how long were you guys gone for? We were two weeks. Very nice. I went, uh, my, my trip overseas, the only one I've ever done was to the Philippines back in Mm -hmm. 2000. Yeah. In 2000. And, uh. It was interesting. I, I loved it. It was fascinating. It's fascinating over there. Now, did you do a lot of shooting? Did you did you get a chance to? Or I did you, not yeah. because I was a little worried. Well, for one, I was worried about taking my gear because yeah. I didn't want something to happen to it. But also, I wasn't sure what their culture was like with yeah. photography, and I didn't want to do anything offensive. I should. I could have probably done a little more research yeah, on it before. Kind of I, a scouting trip, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would definitely be something that now so, looking back, I think I probably could yeah. have had a lot of fun with that. But it, it can be a little daunting, too. I know some of the gear that you use there, there it, it, it can be yeah. pretty cumbersome. Uh, now, technology is shrinking things more and more. But yes. You know, for for an on the fly type of a trip, when you're when you're trying to carry as as little gear as possible to try and keep things as compact, 
it, I, I can't tell you how many times I am using just my phone yes. in, in recent years. And again, it gives you kind of an idea. So the next Vietnam trip, you might, uh, you yeah. might pack a little bit more. Yes. Or Iceland. You said Iceland? Is oh, that I love to go to Iceland. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah. I never had a desire to go there until this lady that, yeah. that I, um, she's a mentor. She, I just, it's incredible. But there's so many beautiful places yeah. that I would love to go see. I'm st- I think it's just the horses are really yeah. popular there. So that's what draws me to that. I am, uh, I am still, uh, and, and folks around town that know me know I'm pretty much always at work. I don't see anything unless I'm there working. Right. I've been to the Grand Canyon three times in 20 years, almost 20 years that we've lived out here, 18 years. Uh, all, all of those trips have been work-related. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day we we went on a little trip with some friends to Flagstaff. That was the first time I've been in Flagstaff not working ever. <laughs> so I I I my goal is to explore our state more because mm-hmm. like I said I I I I travel around the state typically for work, go in for a job, turn around, come back. I don't do much exploring. I'd like to do that and then expand out more throughout the u.s because there's so many places in the u.s that i've seen from the window of the car or through the window of an airplane or through the window of a hotel Mm -hmm. and not really explored them yes and that was one of my one of my favorite things doing growing up and and spending a lot of my time in california before moving to arizona was to just hop on a uh either get in the car and park in San Francisco or hop on the BART train and just wander the city for hours and kind of get lost. It was like Mm -hmm. my goal to get lost and find things that I, and I haven't done that much in the last 30 years. And I'd like to do that, maybe travel around Arizona getting lost. And the older I get, the easier it is to get lost because I often forget (laughs) where it is I'm going. (laughs) So again, let we can wrap up here. Cheyenne, tell us again about this event at Olson's coming up on the... Well, there's a couple. Can I mention both of them? Okay, so October 29th is the Hammer Memorial, and that's going to be a portion of those proceeds are going to go to the equine evacuation. And then um, on November 19th, uh, Horses with Heart is putting on their benefit race, and that's, that's their seventh annual. It's a great event. Very, very good people. Um, they do a lot for the community as well. So um, both of those events are at Olson's, free for spectators to come watch. We and encourage the where public. where can folks find out about these and all the events that you're involved with at Olson's? Both of those events, they can contact me directly, 928-202-2003, or visit olsonsbarrelracing.com. Perfect. And where can they find out? about your photography, view your work, and reach out to you again with that same number. But same where can number. they get you at uh, online or, uh, or social media for your photography biz? Cheyenne Ray Photography. Perfect. Yes. Cheyenne, thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate you sitting down with it's us. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. They'll never stay home and they're always home. Viva!
Don't let them pick guitars. 